Welcome to the Market Beautifully Podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. I'm your host, Haley, and I can't wait to chat with you about what I have planned for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today and thank you for tagging me on Instagram last week about the episode on manifesting your marketing success with Reese Evans. Oh my gosh, I was so blown away by how many of you just fell in love with Reese. So I will definitely have to bring her on the show again later this year. She was much requested. Um, I don't think I've ever had such an extreme reaction from you guys, uh, from a guest that we've had on the show. So thank you so much for the feedback. I appreciate all the tags on Instagram stories all the DMs, all the Facebook comments, you are incredible. So how has the first two weeks of 2018 been for you? I hope you are coming into this new year with so many incredible goals and plans that are driving your business forward. I got back from Europe on the 31st on our trip, which was incredible, by the way. I hope you are following, able to follow along on Instagram stories. And a lot of you were able to also give me some amazing advice while we were in Venice, Florence, and Rome. So thank you so much for that advice, by the way. Just quick side note, thank you. <laughs> well, but while we were in Paris, I do have some bad news. So while we were in Paris, I did get an ear infection. And while I did see an Italian doctor <laughs> and got antibiotics before flying across the ocean, I did fly across the ocean with an ear infection, which probably wasn't the wisest decision I've ever made in my whole entire life. So because of that decision, I was stuck in bed when I got back. So when I got back, I was actually able to go in the office for a day and then my face started swelling up and the swelling caused my face to go numb. So that was tons of fun. And after that, I was stuck in bed and able to talk, smile, or even hold my head up by itself because the swelling and pain was so intense. This was a huge wake-up call for me, though, and i it's because I don't take my, my health seriously at all. I get so wrapped up in my business that I push through sickness, I don't eat healthy options, and that's what I was doing. I was like, oh, I have an ear infection, but I'm still going to work, 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 because I was... I was excited to work. I hadn't, I had taken two weeks off from business. I did check a few emails. I did do a few things, but for the most part, I did take two weeks off and that was huge for me. So by the time I got done with my vacation, I was so excited to get back in my office chair and talk to you guys again and to get some stuff done off my Asana to-do list. Like I was pumped. I had so many things planned and I get back and I can't. And that sucked for me. Because I haven't been healthy and I was stuck in bed, I missed celebrating my podcast birthday with you, which was January 5th. I haven't been able to go on live on Instagram and Facebook and talk with you. And this extrovert has been stuck at home alone for days without being able to talk, which is basically extrovert torture if you get your energy from people. So I've really thought a lot about this and I've changed my New Year's resolution uh, a lot. So I have to put my health above my business, period. End of story, I have to. So I'm changing a lot of lifestyle things and I just know that this is not a, oh, this would be nice if it's a, I have to put my health above my business. This is definitely something that I majorly struggle with as a business owner is 
put it where my like prioritizing my health above my business that's I mean I'm just being super honest here um, and I know I'm not alone in this but other people find it easier to put their health above their business it, it's so so hard for me so that's something that I'm working on that's my new year's resolution my business cannot come first this year which means I'm going to be constantly reevaluating and simplifying what I'm doing so I can show up strategically and provide even more value to you so first of all Happy late birthday to the Market Beautifully podcast. It's officially one year old as of uh, January 5th. So I could cry because being a podcaster is insanely incredible. You are the best listener I could ever ask for. And podcasting is one of my favorite things ever. Hands down that I do in my business. Second of all, I would love to know what your New Year's resolutions are. So if you just want to DM me on Instagram, my user handle is at marketbeautifully. DM me what your New Year's resolution is. I want to know so that I can help you in any way that I can. And also, I just love to connect with you and know what your plans are for 2018. Now, about today's episode, I'm ex- I'm sharing something exciting with you because it was a huge light bulb moment for me and I know it'll be for you as well because we all have emotional drivers in business that move us forward more than anything else does. And everyone's drivers look so different. So if we have enough self-awareness to look at this driver, which you'll find out what your driver is, you'll take the quiz, you'll see how this emotional driver fits into your business and you're going to make adjustments so that we feel fulfilled in life and our business, I think once we do this, it's going to unlock this massive power of action, passion, and productivity level. So I'm about to dive into what my results were when I took this emotional drivers quiz, and I'm going to get super personal with you. If you want to take this quiz, I would love for you to take this quiz. Um, just look at the link in the show notes, which you can find at marketbeautifully.com slash podcast, or just simply go to soniastringer.com slash what dash drives dash you. Now let's dive into my results. And then at the end of this episode, I would love for you to DM me on Instagram what your emotional driver ended up being. An emotional driver, something that is literally defining our choices in our business. You like the feeling of stability. You love feeling stable. And if you don't feel stable, you're not as productive in your business. That's an emotional driver. So you're going to obviously cling to things that make you feel stable, like resid- like consistent income, passive income, things that are coming in every month. Like for instance, ConvertKit's affiliate. It gives you money every single month. So maybe you're gonna be clinging onto that. Um, you know, so that is something that's an emotional driver, AKA stability. That's only one of the many emotional drivers and how it impacts the bottom line of your business. Cause if you're not productive, well, obviously you're not going to get as much stuff done. You're not going to be super passionate about those money-making activities that are driving the bottom line in your business. So that's what is super important here. Um, Hey Courtney, what's up girl? How are you doing? And let's get into the steps. So step one, to define what an emotional driver is, I would love for you to do this after we hop off live. So I want you to take a quiz and it's not actually a quiz that I created and I do not have any affiliation with this awesome lady, but she created this amazing quiz that's all about figuring out your emotional drivers and I would love for you guys to take it and we could go through this together. So. I think that first we need to sign up for the quiz. I will give you uh, all the links to that after I hop off live. 
And once you get to the quiz, you're going to print out these pages and it's going to have three pages of words that look like this. So you can kind of see um, this is this is what it looks like. And for the podcast people, I'm just holding up this sheet. Once you print it out, you will totally see it. Um, but it has tons of words and you're just going to look at all these words and based on your intuition, based on your gut feeling of what those words kind of mean to you, you're going to circle them. Okay. So we're just going to say, okay, what words are really resonating with me right now? You're just going to circle as many as you see that really resonate with you. Now, once we get to this point, we're going to choose our top eight drivers. So these are the words that are, are going to rank above all other words that we've already picked out. So let me just talk to you. Like, let's go through uh, my drivers here. So my drivers are this, and I'm about to get super personal. So this is gonna this is gonna be a pretty intense look into Haley's emotional drivers. Driver number one is be valued. That is definitely something that is one of my emotional drivers. Hey Kaylee, hi Haley, tuning into this now, great topic. Yes, I'm super excited. And Kaylee, Liz actually took this quiz yesterday with me and we had completely different results and it was so, it was so cool to see how uh, her results compared to mine and how I could encourage her as a business partner and how she could encourage me as a business partner. So it's really awesome. Even if you have like a business partner, or even a husband or a wife or, you know, whatever uh, you have a close relationship with, this is just a huge, it has, it can make a huge impact on um, who you're around and also just personal development. So my first driver is be valued. My second driver is influence. I want to feel like I'm influencing uh, those that I'm talking to or inspiring. And driver number three is be busy. I love the feeling of being busy. I'm going to dive into all of these later, but driver four is make it happen. Driver five is get credit. Driver six is be right. Driver seven is abundance and driver eight is stability. And that's in no specific order. Um, so I just wrote down the top eight and those are in no specific order, but those are my top eight drivers. So once you choose your top eight drivers from that three page list of words, you can put them on this paper just like I did. And now we're going to analyze each driver and why you think you picked this in order to get self-awareness. So why did I choose each driver and why did that resonate with me? And by doing this, we're really going to dive deep into uh, maybe our subconscious and see why this really resonated with us. So driver one, why do I feel like I need to be valued? I feel like I need to be valued because of some past experiences of me not feeling valued and me desperately wanting to feel needed. I desperately want to feel needed to be valued and that is something that I've maybe my bucket's never been filled in that area so it's something that's driving me right and driver number two is influence and I think this goes back to maybe not me like selfishly this is more of the selfless part of me being a driver is knowing that I've made a difference in your life drives me like unlike no other. Um, I am not someone that's big on money. For instance, the Radiant CO project. Um, Radiant CO project is something that um, I was involved in. Well, I'm a business partner uh, with Liz and we did that together. Well, with that summit, I didn't do that to get money. And actually, 
um, we did make a profit, but all of that money went into the business. And so I didn't see a penny from that. All the summit revenue we created, I didn't see a penny from that. And it did not bother me one bit, right? It did not bother me at all because it's this is not a, a driver for me. Money is not a driver. And I think money is a driver for some. And that's important to realize if money is a driver for you, then you need to set up systems in your business to where you are getting that money. Like if let's say I approach this partnership of I want to make this amount of money, we're going to make sure we're going to put that as a priority, right? So that's something to make sure that if you have a driver of getting money, make sure you are getting money. But for me, my driver was influence. So being in that Facebook group, it was important for me to be in the Facebook group and go live and see how it was impacting the people in the summit. And that's what drove me to work even harder. And it honestly created even more money. Um, not that it was a driver of mine. So you see kind of how it uh, parallels. So Liz White, what are yours? Are you going to share on a Radiant CEO podcast soon? Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we should put this on the Radiant CEO podcast soon. That would be great, Kaylee. That's a great idea. Kaylee's full of great ideas, guys. <laughs> she uh, she wants me to start, not a vlog, like a regular vlog, but she wants me to vlog about a week in the life of Haley, like when I wake up, what I eat, uh, just going through every detail. So Kaylee is just full of great ideas. But driver number three is, for me, it's be busy. I have to feel like I'm busy. If I, and maybe this is something I need to work on, but this is definitely a driver for me. I love being busy. Um, it's just something that I've always been attracted to whenever I'm working, even when I was in high school and working a minimum wage job as a manager at a gas station. I loved that job. Like I got so excited working at a gas station because I was busy from the time I got there to the time I left. I loved the feeling of being busy. So it's, it's interesting, right? How some people, because Liz, let's talk about Liz. Kaylee's mentioning her. Liz likes feeling comfortable and she likes working, but feeling like she's not actually working. So what she's going to do is she's going to work on tasks that make her feel like she's not working. Whereas me, I love working. I love the thought of being busy. I'm waking up at 4.30 in the morning, knowing I'm about to start working and I get pumped. Like that is my driver. I love the thought of being busy. I love when my calendar's booked. That's I, And everyone is so different. Some people don't need that. Some people need the relaxation. For me, it's relaxing to be busy. Um, it's almost like a flow. It's it's weird, It's but that's the best way I think I can explain it. I don't know. Uh, but driver number four is make it happen. I am such a big believer in making it happen. So for instance, and I keep bringing up Liz, but we've been talking a lot the past few weeks because uh, we've been planning for Radiant CEO in 2018. But with Liz, Liz and I were talking about how the difference between her and I is I, when I have an idea, I make it happen. Like it's within 24 hours. I've already started planning this project and like going and going and going, right? And for her, she's very detailed oriented. She wants everything perfect before she releases it. And I'm like, let's just see what it, let's see what it does, right? Let's just make it happen. So I love our two approaches and putting it together with our Radiant CO brand has just been great. But that's definitely a driver for me. I want to make it happen. If I don't feel like I'm making it happen, I feel like I'm moving backwards. I always feel like if I, I've definitely realized it's about myself. So if I do not feel like I'm moving forwards, 
I immediately feel like I'm moving backwards and I freak out, I panic, I have stress, I have anxiety. I have to feel like I'm moving forwards, uh, forward. <laughs> and that, and I've definitely realized that about myself, which is good to know because I'm about to go on vacation to Europe and Italy and France. And so I know that if I feel like I'm moving backwards, in by going to Europe and not studying or something along those lines, I know that I need to bring a business book and I need to read it in my free time to make myself feel like I'm moving forward. And you may think that's crazy, you're on vacation, but I don't do vacations well. I have to really work at it. And I think it's because I feel like I'm moving backwards in life and in business. So if I bring something that's gonna make me feel like I'm moving forward, that helps solve that problem. Um, so driver number five of mine is get credit. I'm. I'm big at this and I'm, I definitely need to work at this because I do not need credit for everything. And I've uh, been working on, you know, putting the things that I do onto other people and not talking about myself, but I do like getting credit. And I think it's, it definitely goes back to when I was younger um, and all of the emotional drivers from when I was younger and how, you know, getting credit applies to this because and it all goes back to that big domino emotional driver that I'm about to talk about um, but then driver number six be right I am so big on being right um, this is an emotional driver of mine and I know that a lot of you can definitely relate because I've seen you in my DMs and you feel like you have to be right and I think this stems from in childhood and it impacts our business so in such a big way uh, right now. So it's crazy how when something happened when we were five affects how we're running our business today and how we're treating our employees. I am so big on this. I am definitely someone that like let's, let's say Maddie. So Maddie is one of my VAs, love her to death. Sometimes I can be so nitpicky. I have to feel like I'm right, right? I mean, we, it's, and it's so bad, and I hate admitting that. I, it's so embarrassing to admit that. But that's something as a business owner that I struggle with, that I have to be better at letting go. And I don't always have to be right, you know? And um, Maddie works with me fantastic. She's so flexible. She's so sweet. She's just such a great worker bee. Like, I love her to death. She's an awesome addition to the team, and she deals with me very well. But that is something that is a positive and a negative. To be right, that means that I'm constantly studying because I want to be right all the time. And so to be right all the time, I have to study all the time. So I'm constantly, I mean, I'm listening to at least a minimum of 40 hours of podcasts and audiobooks every month. And I do that because of this driver right here, to be right. So it is a great thing. Some of these drivers you may think are immediately negative, but there is a positive spin to this. And so that's a driver that's positive, but also whenever it, it works, you're never gonna wanna work for me now. Everyone listening is gonna be like, oh, I'd hate to work for her. I promise I'm not terrible. Um, but this is something that I'm having to work on, the negative side of this driver. And I think there's a negative and positive side to every driver. And it's something that we need to be self-aware of. So we are working on it consistently, right? And then driver number seven is abundance. So I, uh, this is whenever it comes to money. I'm not a very money heavy person. I don't need a lot of money. I think that's because of the way I was raised. And that's also has to do with money mindset issues. But I love the abundance of not just money, but of everything in life. Like I love the abundance of love, the abundance of joy, the just the abundance in life, that is definitely a driver for me. So if I feel like my life is abundant or something that, um, let's say an opportunity comes my way and I feel like it's gonna provide a more abundant life in different categories, 
then I'm going to go for it. So it's a driver for me. And then driver number eight is stability. So that was definitely something. This is, I think this is a pretty big driver for me. I love stability. I'm, I'm not creative if I don't feel stable. Whereas some people, some people, if they don't feel stable, they work harder. If I don't feel stable, I freak out, I panic, I shut down. Like that's just me. And so um, for me, that's why I love recurring income because recurring income in my business provides stability. So I know I'm gonna make that $2,000 every month from that affiliate uh, affiliate uh, partnership that I have, or I know I'm gonna make $5,000 a month from this over here. And so together I know that my baseline's 20,000 a month, like whatever it is, right? It is something that's consistent in my business that provides stability, which provides me a lot of creative energy. It's a driver. I'm allowed to be more productive. I'm allowing myself to be more productive in my business. So um, I thought that was pretty unique because I know that a lot of entrepreneurs are kind of the exact opposite when it comes to this is they don't really need stability in their life. And I am, I definitely need stability in my life. It allows me to be more creative. And so if you're the same way, then I would suggest looking at how you're making money. So how are you making money? If you're a client-based business, how are you bringing in clients? Um, are you getting like consistent leads? How can you set up a lead system that um, provides consistent leads every single month for you so it's consistent, it's stable income, you know, all those sorts of things. And that provide that allows you to be more creative at ease. Um, but if you don't need stability, then maybe your business model is completely different and you thrive off that. Just look at your business model and see how your business is working and how that can compare or correlate to that specific driver. So that is my eight drivers. So once you choose your eight drivers after looking at everything you circled. Now I want you to figure out your domino driver. So which driver, if all of these drivers are knocked down, um, which one knocks them all over? So how does it all connect? So for me, I'm gonna go back to this. Okay, so my, my number one driver of all time is I love to feel valued. And every single driver, applies to this except there's a few stragglers so stability and abundance don't really apply to being valued but influence if i'm influencing people i feel like i'm valuable like i value myself it's not even what other people value me as but i value myself if i'm influencing other people in a positive way and impacting them in a positive way and helping them grow their business if i'm busy i feel like i'm valuable um, if I'm making it happen, I provide a specific value to myself from that. If I get credit, I feel valuable. If I'm right, I feel valuable. So everything is really stemming from me feeling valued. And that is a big emotional driver in my business. That is the big domino. And I think that these emotional drivers, I also want to mention that these emotional drivers can change at really any time. So um, for instance, like let's say a year later, I've really dived like deep into these emotional drivers um, and, and a year later I'm gonna retake this quiz or you know whatever this is and look at these words again. And my answers, my number one driver could be completely different, you know? Um, so that's something to consider. Like just keep working at these drivers and getting at a place of peace, uh, kind of a neutrality. So that's something that I wanted to um, mention. Let's see. And then the fifth step in this process is how are your drivers impacting your life? And to understand how your drivers are impacting your life, I have some questions 
that are on this quiz sheet that she provides. So the first question is, of all the drivers on the list, why do you think this particular driver is one of your top ones? For example, what early family interactions or past experiences might have contributed to this being an important driver for you? So for me, I've always, this. there's multiple answers to this driver, I think. So the reason why this particular driver is one of the top ones for me is because I've always craved having one best friend. This is just one of them. I've always craved having that one best friend. It seemed like a stable, practical choice, right? I knew that if I had one best friend, like, you know, whenever you see those TV shows and they pair up and it's like, oh my gosh, we're best friends. We tell each other everything. I've always wanted that. And I'm, I associated a value. I would feel valuable if I had that in my life. And I never had that in my life. I tried. Um, it always ended up terribly. And so I've never had that one best friend. And so from that, I never felt valued. Like I, I felt like I couldn't make friends because I was just going for one best friend instead of making multiple best friends. Um, anyways, I've never had that one best friend or really any friends growing up in high school or growing up in general. I always felt like I didn't fit in anywhere I was. Even my youth group at church, like I was the only girl. So the youth minister hung out with the guys and didn't take time to connect with me because it would kind of look weird. You know, there's that weird thing. I totally get it. But in high school, I was also like that nerdy kid that sat in the back, but I was never the smartest in class. So I wasn't valuable as like I was the top smartest kid. I was just that nerdy kid that kind of sat in the back with all the other smart kids. Like that was our group thing. Um, but I was never like the best of the best or valuable, valued at my knowledge level. I was just kind of there. Um, and let's see, I also, I would say in my family, I'm kind of the dumbest one. So I would associate a fam and I would associate that with the driver of being right. And that's why I am so big on being right as one of my drivers, because I was definitely the dumbest one in my family. So my dad, I swear, he is a registered genius. He is so, so smart. He can pull out any specific facts, like just out of nowhere. It is insane. Um, he's always been like that too. He's, he's just so, in he's so intelligent. And my brother can read a page and memorize it in his head. And within minutes, recite everything back. Like he can memorize it, pull it up in his brain and then see the actual piece of paper that he just scanned. Like it's insane. It is insane. He's so smart. And my mom, she made a 4.0 through her entire master's program while having two teenagers and having a full-time job. Like it is, my family is so, so smart. And I admire everyone in my family so much but I went to AP classes and I got into college. Like that was, that was it. Like I, I was never that smartest person in my family. I was never the smartest person in my class. I don't know, I was just never that. So I definitely pride myself whenever I'm right. Like I love being right because it makes me feel like, oh, maybe you are smart, Haley, you know? Um, and that's, that I know that sounds terrible, but I think that's where these these drivers are coming from. So, and now that I'm an entrepreneur, this is another thing to mention. I think now that I'm an entrepreneur, I also don't feel that value um, of myself. I don't feel valuable because here in this area where I'm from, in a small town in Arkansas, this is very different. This is very unique. And um, no one really understands what I do or really they don't understand who I am beyond the surface level version I present. I think that um, that's why I love Instagram so much. And because 
um, my Instagram community, we're all entrepreneurs. And I love this community that we've all created together on Instagram because I feel like I can not be surface level for with you guys whenever I say, I'm in a productivity slump, guys. Like, I am just not feeling it. I get so many DMs. Like yesterday I did that. I got so many DMs. You really understood where I was, what I was going through. You're like, oh my goodness, I am going through the same thing right now. You need to burn this essential oil or you need to do a massage. Ashley says, I'm there with you this week. Yeah, see, Ashley gets it. Um, if I told anyone I'm in a productivity slump, like anywhere near me right now, they would be like, what is a productivity slump? You know, no one would really get it because they're going to, if anything is beyond a nine to five job here, and or you're a farmer or something along those lines, People don't really understand the lifestyle. And I think entrepreneurs have such a unique lifestyle that it's hard for someone that is not in our area online to really get it. And Instagram, like everyone on Instagram in this community really gets it. Everyone in my Facebook group really gets it. And that's why I love this community that we've created together because it makes me feel valued, which is my number one emotional driver, which impacts my bottom line in my business. So it's really cool how it all connects. And I think that my big thing is, yes, I know this about myself. I know that I never felt valued growing up. I never, I felt like I was the dumbest. I felt like all of these things, right? that really impacted me. And you know, that's why when people kind of put down what I do in this area, it really gets to me. It really gets to me because that is attacking my number one emotional driver, which is being valued. And so that's really tough, but I know that about myself. So what did I do? I created an Instagram community that's now over 11,000 people. And I have that community that I can pull from and anyone else in this community can pull from. And I have an amazing, amazing, I have amazing ladies that are following me, that are supporting me, that love me. And it's just so great. And I get so much value from that. And I hope I pour the value back into you guys. So um, that's something that I did to solve that issue that I know that that's my number one driver. So that's what I created. Anyways, I thought that was interesting and I wanted to show that to you. Now, the second question I want you to ask yourself about your number one emotional driver is when this driver is getting expressed or honored in your life business, what's the impact on you? How do you feel and act? So for me, um, okay, so Amy says, definitely think there are lots of people who don't understand even wanting to be an entrepreneur. I've had friends ask me, so is this what you want to keep doing or do you hope you can find a job? I love that you've created a community that understands. Yes, Amy. And actually, Amy lives like almost an hour and a half away from me. So she she totally gets me. And um, and I'm so glad that she's, I think she's one of the very few people that live around me that do something similar that I do. And I love that about Amy. I don't think that a lot of people realize that you can make money online. And it's skeptical. And, you know, I've, I've said this before on my podcast, but when I was like maybe let's say two years ago or something, I was getting so excited because I had made my first $1,000 like in a month. So pumped, right? And one of my family members said, are you stealing money? And it's like, that's such a huge shot because, and that goes back to our emotional drivers. Like that makes me feel like I'm not being valued. My number two driver is influence. I feel like I'm taking away from that influence, right? So it impacts all that stuff. And yeah, it's tough. And whenever people ask you those questions, it's kind of demeaning. Yeah, when this driver is getting expressed or honored in my life and business, that's the second question is how does this actually impact you? This impacts me 
I get so productive. I am on fire. Like I, I love having that stable environment and I'm just rolling. Um, like I can work from six in the morning to 10 at night and be great. Like if I feel like I'm being valued, it just really drives me. And that's why with Liz, pairing up with Liz for this Radiant CEO project, I had such a huge drive because um, I felt like Liz valued the work that I put in. I had an accountability because she saw the work that I was doing. She valued the work I was doing. And then it made me work even harder and faster. So that is definitely how this driver gets, whenever it gets expressed and honored, I just definitely feel like my productivity is on point, which is always great as a business owner to have your productivity on point, right? Um, otherwise you don't get stuff done and that definitely affects your bottom line. And three is what positive things have happened in your life or business because you have this emotional driver? How has this served you? I think that um, the driver from where it comes from, um, I know that let's, let's say, I'm going to have a few examples. So one is not feeling like I fit in as an entrepreneur in this area that I live in. That's something that I struggled with. And so when I created my Instagram community, I knew that the number one thing that I wanted to make sure everyone in my Instagram community knew was that they were appreciated for all the hard work that they put in and they were valued because I never got that feeling, a feeling valued, a feeling understood. So I wanted to create that for everyone in my Instagram community. And that I think that has a big impact on my life and business. It's the way that I approach um, everyone that follows my brand. I, I have a very loving, warm, friendly brand for a reason. It, it all stems from this driver, right? And so that is, I think that's a big positive thing that happened in my life uh, and, and business. And I think another thing is just going back to high school when I didn't really feel like, you know, you fit in, you feel lame, all that stuff, right? I definitely don't want anyone to feel like that around me or my brand. I want everyone to feel like they are so entirely loved and appreciated. I think it just goes back to the way I want to make people feel. And I think a lot of people love to feel valued, obviously, who doesn't want to feel valued. And so whenever I do that, I think it's easier to not only sell people things, um, like for instance, the 90 day profit lounge. I had such a specific goal in mind. I four X that goal because I made people feel valued. I think it all stems back to how I made people feel the six months leading up to this founding member launch of the 90 day profit lounge for my beta testers. And what happened? I had so many people jump on board and they're working through all these problems with me. They're so patient and flexible with me. And I think it all stems back to how I've made them feel while they've been following along my journey over the past six months. So um, that's, that's something that I thought that I would throw out there too. And then the fourth question to ask yourself about this emotional driver is when this driver is not being honored or expressed, what's the impact on you and how do you feel and act? So I think, um, I also think that that kind of question integrates with like number five. So I'm going to ask that as well. What's the downside of having this driver? How does this driver cost you in your life or business? So when I don't feel valued, I'm going to be super honest. Okay. So I've had uh, comments that say you're, you seem so excited about everything. Like everything that you do, you just seem over the top excited. And that's because I have extreme emotions and I'm not like bipolar. I'm not talking about that, but I do have very extreme emotions. So I could find like if I lost this pen and I found it the next day, I would be ecstatic, like so happy. Um, but if I get upset, I'm like super upset. There's no neutral for me. 
Whereas, and I'm comparing myself to Liz because Liz and I talked about this last night and we dove deep into both of our drivers, but Liz, on the other hand, she's a very neutral person, like very calm, not really, um, you know, extreme emotion either way on the spectrum. She's just neutral. And it's, it's great for me because she's like a firm anchor and I'm like all over the place, right? <laughs> um, but, and I love Liz for that, but we're so different in that way. And so whenever I don't feel like I'm being valued, I get super sensitive and I get really emotional. I overreact to specific situations, um, for instance. So, and, and this is a situation that happened recently with my uh, past programmer and she felt like I was a threat to her. So she refunded my money and dumped me two weeks before we left for Europe. Super stressful, right? <clears throat> and I felt like our like friendship wasn't valued, all that stuff. I didn't feel like I was valuable. So from that, I had such a, a reaction, a, such an extreme negative reaction to that. And I think, I think that that's my driver and how that impacts me emotionally is pretty big. And um, let's see, does it keep you from saying no, confronting people or addressing difficult issues? No, it, I definitely address difficult issues. I have no problem with that. that. This driver does not affect me. I'm pretty good at confronting people and I'm pretty good at addressing difficult issues if I feel like it's important. But it does mess up my whole entire balance in life, for sure. If I don't feel like I'm valued, my life just seems out of balance. So I think it's it's really important to know this because all of these things impact our business so heavily. If we don't feel like our number one driver or need is being met in life, then how are we going to really move our business forward in big ways? How are we going to really stem from that super creativeness in our life? And I just think that this is really important. And so that's why I wanted to talk about it. And so after you answer all the questions, um, I want to mention two more things and then I am done. But this, uh, one of the other things that I wanted to mention is I want you to give your drivers the attention they deserve. And, you know, for me, being valued is a positive and negative thing because I react positively and negatively whenever that need is met and when it's not. And so how can I give that driver the attention it deserves? I know this. So whenever I don't feel valued, I need to have a system set up in place. Like, what do I do? I need to give myself affirmations or something along those lines. So I need to tell myself, Haley, you are valued. You are so valuable. Haley, you are valued. You are so valuable. I need to tell myself that over and over again. Um, and that is a way that can give that driver the attention it serves. And that way that feeling of me feeling valued becomes an instinct, becomes like a gut reaction. I never feel like I'm not valued because I'm a human being. Like everyone that is made and on this planet is so important and they are valuable, period. So I think it's important for me to tell myself that, um, to know that about myself. So uh, that that's a way that we can give the drivers the attention they deserve is affirmations and then setting up a system to automatically honor your drivers. So one of the best ways to get your drivers handled in is to consciously and creatively do things that honor these drivers on a regular basis um, because they're driven for the need of recognition. So they want you to recognize the driver and being appreciate, let's say, okay, so this is something that we can do. I know that if I don't feel valued, I have my balance is off, my productivity is off, my, like everything is off, right? 
and which is that's why it happened this week is my driver was impacting my productivity this weekend it was it was just a lot of personal things, right? And business things that have impacted that. And so that's something that I need to be aware of. So what I'm going to do is I need to go to Creed, my husband, and say, hey, I need you to make sure that I feel valued. And then he would do like little things for me um, to make me feel valued or just to say, Haley, you're working so hard. I, I just find that so awesome. Or, you know, some kind of positive affirmation that makes me feel like I'm actually valued. And it recogni- I recognize the need for that driver in my life. And I'm not sure if I'm, I'm so new to these drivers. Like I just found out about this yesterday. I really dove deep into studying about my specific drivers and how this can impact your life. As soon as I started studying about this, I knew that I had to share it with you guys um, because I think this is just so crucial. And I can definitely see how this impacts my business and how this will impact my bottom line in 2018. And that's why I had to share it. So. I hope that this information was helpful because um, I'm definitely not an expert at this at all. I just knew that I needed to share this and for you to be aware of it because I know this can help you a lot because it helped me a lot. So if that helps you, I'm so glad. Definitely take this quiz on your own. The website is soniastringer.com. I'm going to put this not only in the show notes if you're listening to the podcast, um, but also in the Facebook group and on Instagram stories. So um, you can find those links in either of those places if you want to do these drivers on your own. Once you've done the drivers, please DM me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at marketbeautifully. I would love to know what your biggest driver domino is because I told you mine. I dove pretty deep into why I feel the way I feel, and that's pretty embarrassing, um, but I hope that you can open up to me and let me know what your driver is, because I'm always curious to see uh, what drives you and what's going to move the needle in your business, what's going to drive your business forward. I think it's a pretty big deal to be self-aware enough to know these things. So yeah, I hope this helped you, and I will talk to you guys soon.